Yavaldik, so today's daf is daf Kufir Aleph, page 111 in Mesech We got up to daf Kufir Aleph, but let's go back to restart um, the conversation that we're having. We're going to go four lines from the bottom of Kufyod Amud Beis. Now let's remind ourselves, the Mishnah had said that if you have a, uh, a fellow who was married to a Kitana V'chareshes, he was married to a Kitana, a minor, and a Chareshes, and he dies. So we said that if the Yavam has relations with either the Kitana or the Chareshes, the other one's not automatically off the hook. They function in two different realms, which the Gemara is going to say now, let's go back four lines to the bottom of Kufi Yudamad Beis. So what do you do? Ketzad Takantam. What are you supposed to do? How do we fix up this situation where he's got two people falling to him in a rabbinical marriage, one as a, um, one as a Kitana, and one as a Chareshes. Now, interestingly, we said there's a Mila of each one's got its own Mila. One's already an adult. One's going to become a biblical marriage. A Chareshes will not be a biblical marriage. Now, I just want to keep in mind, you know, we keep translating Chareshes as a deaf mute. Nowadays, according to most opinions, there's no such thing as a real Chareshes because people, even if they, even if they do have these handicaps, we'll call them, the, the ability to function and the ability to communicate really removes them. From, uh, from this space, and therefore it would be a biblical marriage. But uh, interesting, uh, you know, interesting uh, Shiloh, interesting conversation. Here we go. So what do we do? What do you do when he's got this, the Yopam has the bond to the Chareshes uh, and the Katana. He should marry the Chareshes, then divorce her. Fine, took care of that. Katana, what about the Katana? Tomten, you should wait until she gets older. And then you'll do a biblical chalitza. Beautiful. Deal with each one separately. Amar of Chista. So Rav Chista is quoting Rav over here. Says Rav Chista um, on, on his own. Shmami no. You could understand from this statement of Rav. That Kasava Rav. Rav must hold. Chareshes kenuya umishu yeres. That the way that a chareshes is acquired in a rabbinic marriage. Is that there's a little bit of a string so to speak. That's not acquired. Okay. So you're like mostly married, but not completely married. That's you're going to have to explain the, the way that a chareshes works. Kitana, kinuya, bene kinuya. But by a kitana, we're actually in doubt. We're in doubt. These are the chareshes, kinuya, bene kinuya, kitana, kinuya, mishi, Because if you're going to say that really it's the opposite. Now, we know they're both not the same. Because if they would be the same, you understand, in the Mishnah, that there's no, they would be interchangeable. The same, it's as if you're marrying two katanim and two chareshes. The fact that there's different, we know one's going to be with strings attached and one's going to be in down. So here we go. If it would be the opposite, says the Gebarah, chareshes and my kindness, and mitzvah get. Why by a chareshes would we say to marry her and then divorce her with a get? Top of today's daf, here we go. Tesev gabe We should say, that either way, whether or not her marriage is in doubt, she should be allowed to stay with him. You know why? If the original husband was married to her, so this husband's also married to her. So why are we telling him to marry her and divorce her? It must be Rav holds that by a katana we have a suffix. And by a chareshes, there is a marriage, but kind of, but it's not complete. Okay. Vechitim, if you're going to say Ketana, why are you going to say Beketana? Do we paskin that she should wait till she becomes a Ketana? Then do Chalitza, Tesev Gabay. Let her just stay with the Yavam. Why? Because here's what we're going to say. Let the Yavam, before anything, before even dealing with the Chareshes, let him do Bia on the Ketana. Let him be on the Ketana. And we'll say like this. 
If a katana is married, so she's married. She's regular Yavama. Ilav kanuyahi, and if she's not kanuyahi, she's a regular, uh, she's a regular katana. So why would we say you need to be tamtin ad shetagdil v'tachlitz? Why would you say you need to wait? Imkain. So if so, in other words, if that would be true, that we would allow the Yavam to do Yibam with the Katana before doing anything with the Gedela, meaning before, the order we said is take the Chareshes, marry her, and give a get, and then the Katana wait. What's the other option? Take the Katana, marry her first, and then Mamonavshach. You should be allowed to stay with her. If we would say that, one second. Chareshes Bametepo. What would allow the Chareshes to ever leave? Because as a Chareshes, she can't do Chalitza. She can't say anything. We're not going to get a proper Chalitza. The only way to handle her is by having a complete relation with her and then by giving her a get. The only way to remove a Zika, here's the bottom line, the only way to remove a Zika of a Chareshes is through relations. Through taking her out of that whole department, taking her out of the whole ballpark, and and uh, then divorcing her. So the so said, explains Rav Chista, if I would deal with the katana first, the chareshah is going to be stuck forever. Again, midas, don't do that to somebody. Don't do it. Amar Rav Sheshah says, now he's not going to argue, but he's going to show how our approach of Rav Chista quoting Rav is the only way to go. It's logical to follow this approach to first deal with the chareshes and the katana. You wait. Since Rav Chista says in the name of Rav that what that a chareshes is kind of is is kenuya, but there's something that's mishayer. There's something left over, and the case of a katana is a case of doubt. That's got to be the case. The tana, because we learned in price. So I'll show you. I'll show you that this is actually the proper approach. A katana is a doubt, and a chareshes is a marriage with something left over. Shnei achin, if you have two brothers, nisuin shtei achoyes, who married two sisters. Yisoymais, and they are orphans, the father's got nothing to do with them, as far as marriage. Okay? Fine. So again, two brothers, two sisters, and they are orphans. Kitana v'chareshes. Now these two orphaned sisters, one is a kitana, she's 11 year, 10, 11 years old, and the other one's a chareshes. Now here's what happens. Mes baila shel kitana. The husband of the kitana died. So now the kitana is falling in Yibum to her brother-in-law who's married to her sister who's a chareshes. So what do we say to do? Says the bride, listen to this. Chareshes yitzas baget. You're obligated to divorce the chareshes. Now if that's true, what does that mean? The katana, that means there's a chance there's going to be a marriage here. And if there's a chance there's a full-fledged marriage, she's going to knock off the Chareshes marriage, which has something left over. Let's say the husband of the Chareshes dies first. So now you have a Chareshes falling in Ibum to a man who's married to her Kitana sister. The katana goes out with a get, and the chareshes is usher forever. Let's say the yavam has relations with the chareshes. Listen to this. He gives her a get. The is not to him. The is 
to somebody else. All right, now let's get into this brisa and see how it comes full circle and helps us out in our understanding of how Chareshes is married and how Ketana is married. Here we go. It's understandable if you say Chareshes, that the Chareshes is acquired, but not completely. And Ketana, and a Ketana were simply in doubt as to whether her marriage is a marriage. This is why, this is why at the end of the brisa we said, if he had relations with the Chareshes, He's got to give her a gut. Why? Because there's a chance he's actually fully married to her. Why is there a chance he's... I shouldn't say fully married. Yeah. There's a chance that the relations caused a real connection. You know why? Because maybe the katana was never married to the brother in the first place. If the katana was never married, then there's a real yibum here. So what do we say? Marry to get that out of the way, and then divorce her. Why do you got to divorce her? Because you might be completely forbidden to her. You can't have relations. We're going to say, either way, yeah. if a katana is completely acquired, so then there's no yibum at all. There's no yibum, there's no chalitza, she's your wife's sister, she's an arayas, because he's fully, the, the, the alive husband is fully married to a katana. That's assuming a katana is a marriage. And he loved Kanuya. Let's say a katana is not a real acquisition. Shapir miyabin. So now, when the chareshes falls to the husband, is she falling to her sister's husband? No. Because again, assuming that a katana is not married, so this brother is not married to her sister. So they have a regular yibum. And now what do you do? Just divorce her. A regular marriage or divorce. Aliyah, but if you're going to tell me that really it's the Chareshes that we're misupic about. And Ketana, and it's the Ketana who we know to be acquired with something left over. Kibala Chareshes. Let me ask you a question. At the end of the Brisa, when he has relations with the Chareshes, who we're assuming right now is a Suffolk, am I nice and get Behutra? Why do we say, give her a get at the end and she can marry anybody else? Here's the problem. You ready for this? Havale be absula be absula lipatra. Incredible. When you marry, when you had relations with her, this is called a be absula, going back to 60 blot ago approximately, that we learned that Yibum on a be absula does not complete the process and she will not be allowed to go and marry somebody else. Be absula lipatra. Does not remove from chalitza. You know what we say? You got to do bia. You got to do chalitza. Why are we just saying a bia? But the bottom line is, be it as it may, what we're walking, what the Gemara wants to do in this step is prove that in order for this brisa from the previous diaries, previous generations to pan out, it's got to be that we're understanding a katana is a suffolk marriage and a chareshes is a partial marriage. It cannot be that the Chareshes is the Suffolk marriage and the Katana is the partial marriage. Okay. Why again? Because otherwise the Chareshes would not be so simple to go out just with a B and a get. She would also require Chalitza. Okay. Because it would be absurd. Says the Gemara, her money. Let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. Who wrote this Bryce? Who wrote this Bryce? Rabbi Chemihi. This Bryce is Rabbi Chemihi. This is the assumption of the Gemara right now. Now, the Omar, because Rabbi Chemihi is of the opinion, be Absula, Paiteras Bechalitz. 
Maybe you're going to say that, you know, we learned about 60 blad ago that a biapsula does not remove the chalitza obligation. Reb Nechemiah holds it does. And according to Reb Nechemiah, that a biapsula will remove the chalitza obligation if it's Reb Nechemiah. So now there's no proof anymore. Because the whole proof that it's the chareshes that's having the partial marriage is because otherwise it's going to be a biapsula. And why are we allowing her to walk away without chalitza? Says Gemara, no, that's not, a, that's not a proof. You know why? Because Reb Nechemia holds that a biapsula, you, you still don't need chalitza. So, we, so there's no proof. Says Gemara, no, 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 don't tell me it's Reb Nechemia. Eat Reb Nechemia. If the time is Reb Nechemia, aim a safe. Let's look at the end of the price. The price says, If you have a guy married to one fellow, married to both of them are Yusimus, both of them are orphans. Kitana v'chareshes. One of his wives is a kitana, and the other one is a chareshes. Okay, one kitana, one chareshes, two rabbinical marriages, umes, he dies, and now he's got a brother. What does the brother do? So the brother has relations with the kitana. Now how are we understanding right now what a kitana is? We're assuming a kitana is a suffix. The chazir ba'ala chareshes, then he has relations with the chareshes. Aisha ba'achav la'chareshes, or he has relations with the chareshes first. The halacha is, they both become usher. Meaning, as soon as you have relations with the katana, the other one becomes usher. As soon as the harash becomes usher. As soon as you have relations with the harashas, the katana becomes usher. Kate the kantam. So how do you fix this up? Okay. How do you make it, how do you make it that all, that, that both the katana and the harashas are taken care of the halacha? Here's what you do. Again, you have a chareshes and a, and a, and a uh, katana that are falling to a yavah. So here's what you do. Chareshes, get. We say the chareshes, you give her a get. Jumping out of your seat yet. What is she? A yavah. A yavama. Right? You have a chareshes on to an evil. What are we saying to do? You, uh, do, do get. There's no chalitza over here. You're going straight to get. Fine. Ukatana, The katana, you wait till she becomes a gedoyla, v'tachlitz. And then you do chalitza. Fascinating. Now says the Gemara. If you're going to tell me like we're saying, that a chareshes is acquired, but only partially, and it's the katana that we have a suffix, and we're not following the pin of Rav Nechemiah, rather we're following the pin of the Rabbanon, who hold that what? That when you have a Yavama, when you have a Biapsula, it does not remove the Chalitza obligation. I'll explain, Mishum Hachi, this is why it makes sense. We're going to tell the Gitana to wait. Because if she's not going to wait, here's what's going to happen. People are going to... Um, people are going to get confused. And the, in a case where the Yavam is going to have relations with the Chareshes, the Bia of a Katana is going to be considered a Bia Psula. In other words, by, and by Bia Psula, we're, where we obligate Chalitza to be done as well, we, uh, we, we might end up with a, with a real marriage problem over here of permitting her to the wrong people. Reb Nechemia is one who says 
that even by Biapsula, there's no such, you do not need to do Chalitza. Again, according to Rabbani, you do Chalitza by Biapsula because of the concern. According to Nechemia, there's no concern. So why is the Bryce saying that by the Ketana, you need to do Chalitza after she becomes a Gedailah? Why are we obligating the Chalitza? Ela Shmamina, Rabbanon. It's got to be the opinion of the Rabbanon, Shmamina. And therefore, since it's the Rabbanon, and it's not Reb Nechemia, we do have a proof. Okay? That what? What's the proof? A Chareshis is... is Kenuya... The case of the Chareshis is acquired with a partial acquisition that's not complete, and it's the Kitana that we are uh, misupic about her marriage. Says the Gemara to wrap this up before the Mishnah. You know, we could infer from the Rish of the Mishnah as well that the Tana of that price is the Rabban, it's not Revachemi, the Kitani, because we learned in Baal HaCharashas, if he has relations with the Harashas first, Naisan Lagev Vahutra, he gives her a get and she can marry whoever she wants. Velaikatana, we didn't say Imbal Akatana Naisan Lagev Vahutra. We didn't say Imbal Akatana, rather we said Imbal Al HaCharashas. Must be, because if he would have had relations with the Kitana, she would not be allowed to remarry even after receiving a get again because of a suffix. The Gemara says, no, that wouldn't be a proof. If your proof would be from the Reisha, light area, it's not good because Harashas, the last Takanta de Tera, I'll tell you a Harashas where there's no Takana of, of, uh, of Hetera, Katani Takanta de Surah. So the Brisa gives us a, a situation where there's a. Where if you try to do something, the isra is going to remain. Katana this takanta datera, but katana who's got a way out. Light tani takanta disur. We're not going to give a forbidden way. Meaning like this: by a chareshes, is there any? Is there ever going to be a change in her status? No, I mean you have a miracle, but a chareshes is a chareshes. A katana, is there ever going to be a change in her status? Yeah, according to nature, going to be a change in her status. It says the Pasha, very simply by the katana. You know the the the. The advice that the Mishnah is giving us, as far as the Ketanda, Tam it's better to use follow up Hateva and wait for somebody who we can assume there's going to be a permitted way to remove the marriage without it entering any sort of uh, uh, potentially forbidden strategies and, and risk anything. Let's just wait, wait this out in Shalom al Yisra. Okay, Gavaldik. End of the Gemara. We now get on to the next mission. We have two more Mishnayas on our daf, both continuing to deal with Kitan. Okay. If you have a fellow who was married to two orphans, they're both Kitanim, and he passes away without children. Uba Yava Malarishain. Okay, now are these two women related? Doesn't seem so. The Yavam has relations with one of the Kitanim. So far, so good. Yeah. The Chazar Uba Alashniyah. Not good. And then he has relations with the second one. Why is he not allowed to do that? Because they're both in the same category. Okay? So they're both in rabbinic marriages. And since everything's consistent rabbinically, it's just going to say, you know, once you have relations with one, the other one is going to become your sister-in-law, brother-in-law problem, midrabonah. Eishas ach midrabonah on the second one. But he had relations with her. 
Or, ready for this? Ruvain died leaving behind two young orphaned wives who are now widows. And he has two brothers, Shimon and Levi. Shimon marries one, does Ibum. What, what should be happening? The other wife is out. But Levi then does Ibum on the other. Okay? Here we go. Top of Amud Beis. Loi posal es harishayna. The second Yibum does not get in the way of the first Yibum. Meaning, even if it's one guy who had relations with both, he could still stay with the first one. And if it's a second brother who had relations with the second, with the second wife, the first one could still stay together. The same thing would apply. 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 You know that joke, this guy, this... this uh, I wasn't on purpose, but once I did that, he might as well uh, share a joke. The guy sends his uh, ninth grade boy to Chassidish Yeshiva. Yeah, Litzvah family. He hears they have good chinuch. The kid goes to Yeshiva to play to Chassidish Yeshiva. He says, "Listen to your abayim. Listen to your abayim. Follow them. They'll guide you." Fine. Kid comes home from Yeshiva a month later. The father's very proud of him. He's mechabed mukiddish. The kid gets up there and he says, um, he starts saying it with a Chassidish Avara. You know, you know. The father says, "Listen, I told you to listen to Rabbeim, but whenever they say e, you say u. Whenever they say u, you say e." Says, "Okay, fine." Yeah. Goes back to Yeshiva. Comes home a month later. Father's mechabedim with kiddush. Okay, fine. Yeah, as Rabbi says, e, I say u. So it's going to apply. All right, here we here we go. Uh, would apply to if uh, both wives are Kharashas. Kitana Vikharashas. Here we go. What about a Kitana and a Kharashas, which going back to Omar Aleph, we explained, function differently. If the Yom had relations with the Kitana, the Khazar Uba Al Hakharashas, and then he had relations with the Kharashas. Or if after he did Yibam on the Kitana, his brother had relations with the Chareshes, Pasalas HaKitana. Now this is consistent. Why? Let's think. Let's think. Let's pause. Remember, last Gemara we said, a Kitana is a suffix. A Chareshes is a marriage with strings attached. Okay, with, I mean, not strings, yeah, with, that's with part of the marriage unfinished. It's not a complete marriage. So like this. If the Yavam first had relations with the Kitana, she might not really be a Yavama. And then he has relations with the Harashas. She's for sure a Yavama. Rabbinic, but for sure a Rabbinic. So now you can't stay with your Kitana. Because that Kitana, right? The kitana. However, the op, uh, and, and now, let's take the other case, ready? Let's say you have two brothers. One does Yibam on the Kitana, the other one does Yibam on the Chareshes. Guess what happens? Even if he did the Yibam on the Chareshes afterwards, since the one of the Chareshes is a certain Yibam, what happens as soon as one brother does Yibam? The other brothers are forbidden to the other remaining wives. The Tsaras are now forbidden, rabbinically, because she's a Kitana. So therefore, he's not allowed to stay with, the, with his wife who's a Katana. Apostle is a Katana. If let's say... The Yavam first had relations with the Chareshes, then they had relations with the Kitana, or the Kitana, or the brother had relations with the Kitana first, that will passel the Chareshes. 
Okay, for the same reason, because the Chareshes is not complete and the Katana may very well be. Pikachas for Chareshes. Let's say there were the two widows. One is an adult Pikach, and the other one is a Chareshes. In these cases, we actually had previously, so let's run through this. The Gemara quoted this mission earlier. Because the Yavam had relations with the Pikachas with the Pikachas first, because of all the Chareshes and the Chareshes, or Shabbat the Chareshes, like Pasul Zapa Pikachas. It does not Pasul up the Pikachas because the first one was not a complete. Yibum, there's still an element of Zika that's still in existence. Let's say this, that, that was a case of like a Gedoyla Pikachas and a Chareshes. Let's say you have a regular 60-year-old widow falling to Yibum uh, together with a 10-year-old girl. If the Yavam had relations first with the Gedoyla... And then he relates with Gedana. Should that work? No. Right? Because nothing happened. The Katana can't get in the way of something that's complete, that, that has the possibility to be a complete Yim. Let's get a relation with Gedana first. You hit it, so now he's got to get rid of his Katana wife. We should teach the katana to do miyun. Because as soon as we teach her to do miyun, this is our blessing consistent with what we learned earlier, that's going to completely remove her marriage and allow the yavam to marry, uh, to marry this gedayla. Beautiful, that's the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, short Gemara, I'm reviewing the Mishnah, you should know that Allah follows the Rebbe that we would tell the katana to, uh, to do miyun. He likes his namesake. All right? He likes his namesake. Both, uh, both the same name. Utricha, I need both Rabbi Lazar and Shmuel to teach me halacha karebi al-Lazar. If we would have only given the case where, um, where uh, you have um, a Gedayla and a Katana who are sisters. Because the Mitzvah of Yibam has not yet been done. So if you want to make the Mitzvah of Yibam done, so we'll tell the woman, to, we'll tell this Katana, do me and to allow us to do a Mitzvah. But in the other case, where the Mitzvah of Yibam has already been done, why? By having, uh, by, by having relations with the Katana, so Lamai said, did I do Yibam? Rabbinically at least. I would say, listen, don't do mian. Let give them both gitten. And if he would have only said the, the case where they weren't sisters, I would say, listen, the the gedayla, uh, the adult one, Ramya Kamei, is already here first. But when the katana is there first, maybe it would be a different halacha, different shicha. We need both cases and both statements of Boshmul and Rabbi Lazar to teach me. And either way, we're going to <coughs> guide. The katana to do mia. Beautiful. All right. That's a shtickle under the sugi. All right. That's that was another mishnah starting from the bottom of the uh, starting from the bottom of Amud Aleph. However, that was all one consistent theme. Major focus on katana, their marriage, chareshes, so on and so forth. All right. Now um, we're going to. Continue to focus on the laws of Yibam, um, but we're going to get a little more specific with, uh, with the levels of katnus, of what it means to be a minor. Here we go. Yavam katan. 
Let's say the Yavam is a Katan. Shaba al Yavama Katan. So usually what do you do? You have an older brother who marries a 10-year-old, dies childless. He's got a 10-year-old brother. So you have a 10-year-old Yavam and a 10-year-old Yavama. Okay? So, let's say they have Bia. Yagdil ze You know what we say? You guys should wait for each other. Wait till you get older. You know why? He can't really give her a get. He's not a... He can't... There's nothing to do. He's a katam. Now, it seems from over here, something did happen. Something did happen. Right? There's some sort of relationship that's already in existence, though, even though he's a katam, she's a katan. But Yigdulu Zemzeh also seems to imply they can actually, like, stay married. They're, they're going to grow up together. Yigdulu Zemzeh. They're going to grow up together till they become Gedailah. Ba al Yavama Gedailah. Let's say this Yavam Katan had relations with, his, with the Yavama who's already a Gedailah. So now here's the catch. He cannot acquire her, but his Bia is a Bia. Okay? So he had Bia with his Yavama, but he can't acquire her. So Tigadlanu. Tigadlanu means, also, she has to, it really means like she becomes his mommy, but she, she, she has him grow up. She waits for him to get older. Okay. That is by the case of the Yavam Katan, what you do in a Bidiyavadika situation once they've had relations. Hayavama Sha'amra. The Aviyavama who says, Bisayak Shlai Shimyaim Lai Nivalti. Listen, I've been together with my Yavam for 30 days, he's never had intercourse with me. Kaifin Aisai Shayach Laitla. We say, you gotta do Khalitza. You hear this? This is fascinating. They've been living in the same house. They could be living in the same, maybe, yeah, maybe no. They live in the same house. She comes to Bethlehem and she says, listen, in order to have Yibum, we need Bia. The guy's not touching me. He's refused to be intimate with me. So you know what we say? We trust her. And we don't say, no Chalitza. No, you're still a Yavama. You're still a Yavama. But once it's after 30 days, she comes a year later. She's been living him for a year. And... Um, and uh, she says the same, this, the same thing, you know, we haven't had relations. Vivakshin himenu shiyachlitzla. So then we don't force him to do chalitza, but we ask him to do chalitza. We ask him to do chalitza. Ubizman shehumayda, but let's say he admits. Now, this expression is fascinating. It's something wrong. You did something wrong. You're doing something wrong by not giving this woman. Your, her, her, your mitzvah that you're obligated to be with if he admits even if it's after 12 months we kind of uh, convince him or you know with an element of force to do chalitza now interestingly here while, you know maybe we should say you also need to give her a get just in case maybe they actually had yibum maybe they actually had relations but the teretz is both husband and wife are saying the same thing Right? We're dealing with Isra here. Both husband and wife saying the same thing. We're going we're gonna to assume 
that, that um, you know, we're going to believe them. That's basically what we're the saying here. The Gemara will get into this. Huh? The question is when she says it. And he doesn't agree. He doesn't say anything. Okay, good. Good. So let's see what we do then. That's what we do then. In the beginning, until 30 days, we're going to listen to her. After, okay. If let's say you have Reuven married to Rachel, listen to this case. Rachel, Reuven's married to Rachel. Shimon is Reuven's brother, and Rachel doesn't like Shimon. And she says, Reuven, let me tell you something. That brother of yours ain't ever getting anything from me. And then Reuven dies childless, and now she's Shimon's Yuvam. She has a previously existing neder about Shimon that she ain't going to ever uh, give him anything good. So we say, we kind of, we, we force him to do chalitza to her. Okay, why? Because we have this vow that's getting in the way of the relationship. Fine. The Achrami says, by the way, let's say she made the vow once her husband already died. So she was already a Yavama before the vow. So now we kind of put the onus on her. We say that's your problem. That's not his problem. We ask him to do chalit, but we don't force him. Because you know what? She could have put forethought before she took a vow. She already knew she was Yavama. Why are you opening your mouth? But let's say this is Mamashur Kavana. Meaning, she falls to Shimon. She doesn't like him. She knows the halacha. That they're going to ask him to do chalitza. You know, if she makes a vow, so she makes a vow. To get this, to have the upper hand. So then, Even if it was before her husband died, we, um, we, uh, then we, we never really kind of force him. To do chalitza, we only ask. Because again, she kind of put him into this predicament that we don't give her the upper hand. Says the Lay Masis like Reb Meir, let's hear Mishnah like Reb Meir. The Tani learned in her Brisa. Yeah, the Tani learned in her Brisa. Katanu Katanu, like Cholz, the Reb Meir holds. It's garnished, mit garnished. Katanu Katanu, don't do anything. Nothing, nothing was accomplished. Now, what did we say in the beginning of our Mishnah? Yavam katan shabbat al yavam katana yidulu zamzat. It seems something did happen. According to Rav Meir, nothing happened. Says Gemara, feel the table of Meir. Kiyama Rav Meir, gadayla le katan katana le gadol. When Rav Meir says it was nothing and nothing, when he says katan katana, he doesn't mean to each other. He says if it was a katan to a gadayla or a gadol to a katana, that's worth nothing. The chad minayu biyadi suri avokatan abol katana tervayoki adajin in loyamar. Rameh will agree that they're both in the same category. A cut and a cut and it's not usser for either one and therefore they're allowed to stay together. But the Mishnah says afterwards, oh, if the katan had relations with the, with the Gedaila, then they, can, they, they, they could uh, stay together. So there must be that in the first case we're assuming that the Yavam had relations with an adult Yavama. Says the Gemara, no. Chanina Chuza Bashani. Rav Chanina Chuzah answers that when he was ba, when he had ba, when he came to her, when they already had relations, shiny, it's different. Meaning, if you notice the first word of the Mishnah, what did it say? It didn't say, a katana that falls to a yavam. This, we, we tell them, get older together. No. It said, yavam katan sheba, ba shiny. Mean, bidiyavet. Ba. They already had relations different. I have a kamar. But it says, Tikadlanu seems to imply if she's a Gedaila, they can stay together. According to Rabbi Meir, it would be forbidden. You can't stay together. According to Rabbi Meir, every Bia is Aser. 
does not fit with our Mishnah. Okay. Beautiful. But the Maisa, what we learned in the Mishnah is, what did we say? A kata that has relation to Katana, they can stay together, get old together, grow up together. A kata that has relation with the Gedayla, what did we say? Tegadlenu. She raised him, it seems to imply they can stay together. Says the Gemara, Krikan lahakim leachiv shem, v'haylav bar hachi. Says the Gemara, a basic question. A basic question. And that is, why do we allow the brother to have to, to do why why do we allow Yibam? Why do we allow the brother to do Yibam with the widow? To continue his brother's name. If he's a katan, we're allowing him to stay with the Gedela and have have uh, have relations, be together. He's not capable of fathering a child. Why there's no mitzvah here. It should be forbidden. Amrabayabai says, Yavama means granted. Granted, they're not going to be able to have children until they become a Gedaila. But as long as they're fit to, um, as long as, I guess we'll see, he's ultimately fit. But right now, even the relations is going to be allowed no matter how old he is. Rav Amar, Rav says, You don't even need to give the Josh of Yavama Yavayalel. It's called to who? Because Listen, is there anything where now is going to be Usr, but eventually is Mutter? In other words, what Rav is about to answer is like this. Granted, a Katan cannot impregnate, cannot father a child. However, eventually he could. Not every time a couple's together in intercourse is there going to be the ability, you know, is there going to be automatic pregnancy. So, says Rava, what Rava's about to explain to us is, we know that right now the relations are not going to lead to a pregnancy. But Lamai said, Shortly it will, right? Give it a little bit of time. Me the hashda sir the boss shite the shari is anything where right now we're gonna say is usar and eventually it'll be mutter varama raviram arav, call Yavama Shainani Kari Bishasnafila. Any Yavama who who's not included in the Pasuk at the time that she becomes a Yavama Yavama Yavila, Rekesha Sakshi Ishla Banim. Vasur is like an Ishak that has children. And therefore, of course, he's permitted to marry her. Says Gmar Vimakanami. Why? Maybe it's actually Usar. Yeah. Maybe the halacha should actually be that a katana cannot do Yibam when he's 10? And even if you wait till he's 13, cannot do Yibam. Why? Because he was already forbidden for three years. Maybe that's actually the halacha, that if it, was, it didn't work at the time of Nefila, it shouldn't work now. Says Gemara, we know that's not true, because Amakra, the Pesach says, ki, ki, ki achem yachtam. When brothers live together in the same world at the same time, which means, afilu ben remember? We gave a case between the difference between a child, uh, a baby who's not yet in the world, and a child who's in the world. And we learned out clearly that as long as the brother's been in the world, there's going to be a mitzvah of Yibam. And if it's going to be a mitzvah of Yibam from the time that he's one day old, so then we see... There's a way where, where, um, where uh, you can have somebody who has, there's Yibam that exists, even when he's not capable of fathering a child, and we allow that to, uh, we allow the Yibam to continue, period, to dots. Okay, let's just start on the next Gemara to uh, wrap up the daf. Very interesting, um, very interesting distinction the Gemara is about to make between the Yibam setting and a regular, we'll call it, Shidduch marriage setting when it comes to Yichud because we learned in the Mishnah interestingly she shows up the, the, she shows up she's been living in the same house we'll call it as the Yavam and she shows up after 30 days and she tells the Bezin listen this guy's not touching me he's not having relations the way for Yibam to be to the mitzvah to happen is, is through uh, intercourse and he's not touching me right 
So we learned in the Mishnah that Bezdin deals with it. Sometimes Bezdin will ask him to give her chalitza. Sometimes they'll force him to give her chalitza, right? Let's, let's understand what's going on during these 30 days. Why are we even trusting this process? Sometimes when people are secluded, we assume there's automatic via. Why are we even trusting this? So here we go. If the Yavama shows up within 30 days and she says, this guy is not having relations with me. So we say, we obligate him in Chalitza. After 30 days, we only ask him to do it. Okay. Mantana, who is the Tana who says, the Ad Tlosin Yomen, Mukim Inish Anafshe? Who's the Tana who says that up until 30 days, a man is capable of withholding himself from his wife? In other words, they could live together up to a month, and the husband is not interested right now, so to speak, for up to a month in having intercourse. Because that's the assumption here. Now, what the Gemara is assuming right now is as follows Before 30 days, we consider it a strong possibility that they didn't have relations. Once it's 30 days, she kind of loses her upper hand. You understand? Notice what's happening. Within 30 days, we force him to do chalitza. We say you can't stay with her. Why? Because we're trusting her that this guy is, is, is not going to do the mitzvah. But once she stayed with him past 30 days, there's like an automatic assumption like there's, there's a reyesa, there's something wrong in her claim. We don't really have a complete trust in her that they haven't had relations. And therefore, we only ask him to do chalitza. We're only asking him. We're not forcing him. Because there's a little bit of a lack of trust in her claim. But if, but if they did, chalitza's not going to accomplish anything. Okay, so we'll get there soon. We'll explain why, oh, maybe it should have turned into a get. Very good. We'll get there. But right now, let's focus on this. Great heart. Let's focus on this. It seems from the Mishnah that within 30 days, there's a trust that the husband hasn't touched her. Once she goes back, hasn't had relations. Once after 30 days, she, there's kind of something wrong in, in trusting her that doesn't have any relations because in general, husbands can withhold up to 30 days, usually not more than a month. Amr Vichan says, you know who's of this opinion of Meiri? The time of Enterprise, Tainas Besulim Kol Shleishim Yan. The taina of Basulim can come up until 30 days. Divrei Rabbi Meir, there's a bin of Rabbi Meir. What does this mean? So let's give a quick explanation. Lead us into other mesechtas and nashim. There's two different ksubas. For a Basula and a Ba'ula. A woman who's a virgin and a woman who's not a virgin. Okay? If a man expects to have married a Basula, a woman who's a virgin, never, never had uh, relations before. And they have their first relations, and he sees she has no signs of virginity. The hymen, the membrane, has been broken. Now, nowadays, anyway, it's very common that the age that we, you know, pe- people say in our world, you know, the, the Torah community, the women get married young. I guess it's true for our society. Um, but by the time that you reach the age of 20 to 30 or whatever, usually, very often the hymen has been broken through other means anyway. But... It was, a, a, a husband was allowed to come to Bezdin with what's called Tainas Basul. He can come to Bezdin and say, listen, I was fooled. I was tricked. Now, how soon after a marriage does he have to show up? So the Brisa says, says the mayor, you have to come within 30 days. Don't show up three months later and be like, oh, I just found out. I just found out. What do you mean just found out? Where were you the past three months? Right? David Red Mayor. The mayor says he got up to 30 days 
after 30 days, there's a no return policy. Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi says, Nistera la'alter, if they had seser, if they had yichud, you got to come right away. As soon as you get in a room together, you had stira, then you, 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 you can't show up. Loi nistera, but let's say you got married and you didn't have yichud together, afla akhar kamashanam. So then if you didn't have yichud, it could be years and years later. Yeah, you never had yichud together, so we'll trust this guy. Fine. Now, Rav Meir is the one who speaks about 30 days, and not 30 days, we're assuming he's the Talmud Mishnah. Rabbah Marabba says, no, if you would Rabbi Yaisi, you could even say that our Mishnah, who deals with 30 days, is the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi. Now, Rabbi Yaisi was one who says, it just depends on whether you had Yichud or not. So here we go. Why? So listen to this Svarah, beautiful Svarah. Where did Rabbi Yaisi say that as soon as a husband and wife have Yichud, they're secluded together, we assume there's immediate Bia, that's talking about where they already had a relationship. They dated. They had a first stage of marriage. And now they're coming together in a room. The Gispe, they're familiar with each other. They know each other. They're comfortable with each other. But by the case of Yibum, she's your brother's wife. Your brother dies childless. You now have a mitzvah of Yibum. You're going to tell me as soon as they seclude themselves, they have the comfort together to immediately... Uh, consummate their, their uh, yibum? No. Top of tomorrow's daf. Mivzaz buzzes minay. They're still a little uncomfortable around each other. They're a little embarrassed around each other. And therefore, Rabbi Yaisi will agree that even if, even if they seclude together, even if they have together, we do not necessarily assume that there's an automatic bia. And he would agree with Rameyer that you really would have up until 30 days for the woman to come and claim my husband, uh, my husband hasn't yet had relations with me. Period. We'll hold it here, Bezim, tomorrow. We'll keep, uh, we'll keep going on this topic. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everybody.